Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brothers Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunk. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, the Literary Briefs Edition. I am your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today is the talented C.R. Rice, and our amazing guest is Bernice Burgos. Woo! Talk about what we're drinking. I have to talk about our sponsor, who is Skunk Brothers Spirits. And today I'm drinking from, um, this is actually based on John Dover's book, He Got a Whiskey Made. Hello, jealous of this situation. But his book was called um, Once Upon a Fang in the West. And the it's a corn whiskey called Aftermath. And it's actually got the cover of his book on it. But I grabbed this because I made myself a hot toddy like a grown-up because i accidentally left my window open it was 30 degrees here so that was not the grown-up part of the grown-upness that i was just discussing but a hot toddy and it's actually still pretty warm which i'm very happy with is hot water maybe three shots of the whiskey you're not supposed to do that much but whatever it's my show i can do whatever the fuck i want to honey and lemon juice and it's pretty amazing and by the way if you're ever really really cold this is a brilliant thing even if you're sick this is actually what people used to serve sick people in olden times so because they didn't have fucking nyquil anyway um cr what are you drinking um i am drinking rum and dr pepper zero because hashtag healthy. I like the healthy. I still think the green tea vodka is going to trump that. So you're going to have to. I think I'm actually going to go back to it because first of all, not, I drank them for hours, but I didn't have a hangover and I actually felt really good this morning. I don't think that's what it's recommended for, but it genuinely, and I am not condoning alcoholism. I'm just saying. Yeah. We're hashtag not giving any sort of health advice here just no. hashtag try it there we go okay yes. bernice what are you drinking because i know you're gonna wow the audience with your creativeness here <laughs> i am i am drinking the adult bre- beverages bre- beverages of beverages <laughs> a club soda 
Wow. Sure? The way you just <laughs> said that, it's putting our, our whiskey and rum to shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audience Bernice is still drunk, apparently, from, yeah, from New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve, yep. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Literary briefs, rapid fire questions. Are you ready, Bernice? Probably not, but we're going to go anyway. What is your favorite book of all time? Oh, I just mentioned that earlier. Born This Way by Tammy Freebie. Awesome. <laughs> Why is it your favorite book of all time? Oh, well, it was the first book that actually made me cry. Very, very. very. Well, not cool that you cried, but very cool it had that impact. People work towards that. What about your least favorite book of all time? I will have to say it was um, Anne Rice's book. Oh, goodness, the uh, the Vampire Damned was it or whatever? Interview with a Vampire. No, no, the one after. Oh, it the like, it, say that one more time. Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned. Yes. Oh, but have Why you seen you the movie? Why did you dislike that book? <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> what do you mean? What? We have this great story told by Louie and then all of a sudden we go into, you know, Lestat being a rock star. I don't see anything wrong with that transition. Oh, oh yeah. I felt like it was so smooth. You didn't even know it was a different thing. Yeah. I'm just going to say though, you said something about that movie. Stuart Townsend is pretty amazing looking in that movie. Uh, that's yes. what I said. I said, have you seen the movie? You hate the book, but have you seen the movie? The movie, if you can ignore the plot line of the book and just oh. watch it for itself, uh, is Aaliyah. Aaliyah is the other person in that. Yes. yes. She's the, she's they the are queen. gorgeous. Yeah. And I will be quite honest with you. I can't even get past the first half of that movie. That just like the book. Uh, no you're gonna ignore the book okay we'll work on that that'll be a future item Chels, over to you all right what is your favorite weird food combination Hmm. it's a good question um i do like french fries on my pizza oh okay is there a place you ever had this or do you have to do it yourself? So no. So there is actually a, um, believe it or not, in this town that I live in, there is a Korean pizza shop where I live. And they actually make a, I think what they call it, a fireball pizza. And basically it's a pizza and they put string potato, uh, French fries in it, shoestring French fries in it. And it's delicious. You can't knock it until you try it. <laughs> you know, I there's actually, I saw on Instagram, there is a place and I should have been paying better attention, but I may have been drinking at the time, but it yeah. does a chicken and waffles pizza. That's interesting. I think a couple places do that because we have a place up here that does that. Well, down that here. sounds amazing to me, chicken and waffles, because it's sweet and savory and amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite book that was made into a TV show or movie that you actually like the movie? Like, what is your favorite one that transitioned? Okay, so I will have to say it was um, the entire uh, Sookie Stackhouse books. So I enjoyed the True book blood. very much. And when it came to the TV series, I like binge watched the entire series, even though halfway through the series, it kind of went on its own off the books. Usually generally what happens with 
you know, a series that comes out on a show, but I, I enjoyed everything. That's my favorite. I hope we're all ignoring the Billeth season. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because the show did, if nobody else noticed that when they came back for the next season, they were like, we're pretending that never happened and moving on. I think every show has that. If it goes on long enough, it's like, I don't know what the hell just happened last season. We were all stoned. We're just oh. going to act like it never happened. Like when Prison Break came back, they just acted like Michael didn't die and like the world just kept going. Yes, absolutely. I was like, wait a minute. No, he died. Like, <laughs> yep. nope, never happened. I was very nope. happy they didn't kill Lafayette, which I thought they were going to, because if you read the books, he yeah. dies. But Spoiler. I was so glad because he was one of my favorite characters throughout that series. Mm-hmm. Well, if you read the anything they said about it, they were originally going to, but his character had the highest ratings in the show. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so you can't kill off everybody's favorite thing, especially when you're already losing viewers. You do that and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know if you guys are like big comic freaks also, but um, The Walking Dead is pretty much like it too. They're like in their 10th season and I've kind of read like all the comic books. And even then, like half of the characters there shouldn't be there. Carol should have been dead since part two. <laughs> right, but they did such great things with adding certain characters. They added a dimension that the comics didn't have. And even like a lot of the huge fan fiction that was done on it, it they added some great pieces to it, but that show should have ended a long time ago yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, they also, you know, they TV-ified it. I read all of The Walking Dead as well. And I mean, I love Daryl Dixon. I thought that was a brilliant character to bring Oh in. my God, Norman Reed, yes. Oh, uh, Norman Reed, <laughs> he is such a delight. I've met him in Oh my God. He is wonderful. But I, I think that, and I have to say, Carol is probably one of my favorite characters in that show. Just, yeah. you know, if you talk about an actual survivor, her and Daryl get the award points to me. I haven't watched, honestly, I'll be honest, since the Negan episodes, because there was some stuff that I was like, I just can't watch this anymore. It gets a little boring. Yeah, I didn't but, even watch it at the Negan ones. Like, I stopped a little bit before then, because it felt like it was going on. They were trying too hard. Right. Like it just felt like they started trying too hard, but I thought I did not like Carol initially. And I thought they're there. That's one thing that is great. I think about TV that is really hard to do in writing is character development. You can see those little things that, that a character goes through in a different way than reading it on paper. So I think they did a really great job at building up her character. Cause I did yeah. not like her at first. I hate whiners. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's the end of the world. Move the fuck on. Well, she, <laughs> you know, I have to say she, she was in some of the best episodes for me of that show. Like one of my favorite episodes was when they're, um, when the hordes first started happening. And this is when her daughter was still alive Missing. at the time. No, it was when it, her daughter was under, when they were underneath the cards, cars. Oh, yes. And they were, and they're trying not to breathe and not to make noise. And that's when her daughter takes off. It starts that whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they did so well with setting yes. up how completely fucking terrifying that would be. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you watch a lot of stuff and you can watch it and go, that would be scary. But you don't go, oh my God, I could never do that. Like Like the hand over her mouth. Yeah, and like her mom is like begging her to like just calm down and like almost suffocating her kid because she doesn't want her to die. But at the same time, I think they did a lot of really great things in the beginning of the show. And then it just, it got, like you said, it, it just became... TV mm-hmm. and like what's going to make us popular and they really killed it yeah. for me at least yeah. no, well, they're hot number two 
Yeah. Well, the Negan <laughs> thing totally dragged on for way too long. Like how much more torturing can we do here? Like after a while, it, it just became like, oh, Negan again, here we go. Like, <laughs> so. No, but I mean, I, if you think of other things, so like Supernatural did something like that. It went on forever, mm-hmm. but they, and they had moments like that, but then they pulled it back up and they did fantastic things. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually finished the last season of Supernatural. Yeah, we haven't either. I'm so irritated by starting to watch it. I, I think I'm like three episodes in and I'm like, I need to finish this, but I'm hating everything that is happening and the way they're doing this. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah, we didn't see the second half of the last one. So the last one we saw was God was like, you know what? Fuck you boys. Everybody's coming back. And like, we didn't watch it since. We haven't watched it since then. So. Well, I can just tell you, it's, it comes to everybody's coming back. So they literally bring every character they ever had that they ever talked to back. Okay. So does Crowley come back? Because he was that show. No, I haven't seen Crowley yet. Maybe he does. I know that they bring the witch back and they bring, like, they bring, what's his name comes back? Uh, Idgits. He's back for a little bit. Bobby. So it's anyway, crazy. Okay, Okay. your next question. We're tangenting, tangenting and drinking, (laughs) drinking and tangenting. I think they go hand in hand. Okay, so if you could be any main character in a book, who would you be? but you have to go exactly as their story goes. Hmm. Oh, come on. But like, I, you also know how your story goes. Let's dice it up. Oh, that's trapped. That's very trapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. To think about this one. If I can be any main character, who would it be? Hmm. Chelsea, you never answered that question. Who the hell would you be? <laughs> um, I think I would probably go with one of the. So I love Scott Westfield. So I would probably be Tally Youngblood. Because as messed up as the stuff she goes through is, she always comes back. Hmm. Even though her ending is really fucked up, and it's fine. I won't be mad. <laughs> but really I like her. What about you, Erica? I would have to say Anita Blake, even though the series is driving me completely crazy. Um, she gets innumerable superheroes and innumerable, I mean, superpowers, basically. And she's like a werewolf, but not really a werewolf. She doesn't have to shift and she's a vampire, but she's not really a vampire. And she gets to sleep with all these sexy people, like all the time. The books are basically porno right now. So I'm just saying that's, that's the route I would go. All right. Well, I have to come back to this question because I'm not, I never actually thought about it. Like, and I've, and I've seen a lot of TV series and I'm just like, "Mm." (laughs) well, okay. So as a writer, what is your, what is the thing that the editor constantly goes, Hey, you you need to stop doing this. Um, I think it's as far as like, if I'm writing in a sentence structure or as the storyline goes. It doesn't matter. Like, what is something your editor, what is your like Achilles heel that your editor goes, okay, Bernice, you've got to stop doing X. She tells me that she needs, that I actually need to start layering my cake more. 
start layering oh. your cake more. You're not layering your cake enough. You're just going right into it. And I'm like, come on now. <laughs> that, that drives me up a wall because when I think I get it right, she's like, mm -mm, not at all. Oh, wow. Well, that's what editors are for. Yeah. You talked about loving vampires and stuff. What supernatural creature would you be? Hmm. And from what universe? Because you can say a werewolf, but what werewolves? I think I'd rather be a shapeshifter. You know, if I'm. But from what universe? From what universe? <laughs> because supernatural, you literally have to painfully shed your skin. If you go to like a lot of like, uh, have you ever seen Lost Girl? Anybody ever seen Lost Girl? No? Fantastic show. Look it up. Like those shapeshifters, they just, their bodies kind of like um, werewolves and stuff that you see, dude, their bodies just like pop and shift. And it's like, they say there's no pain. So same thing. What universe would you want to have to deal with? Huh. Are these or like do you want to be like the superhero? No, I swear to God, it's a show. <laughs> I'm, like, like, no. I'm like, are they made up universes? Or am no, I just no. Well, what they're made like... up, but like you look at Mystique. Mystique is a shapeshifter. Right. She just, yeah. yeah. So like what shapeshifter would you be then? Then you know what? I, I think I would have to be something like Mystique because I don't want to like just shapeshift into one thing. I'll have to do it into several different things like if i'm going to be that man over there i'm going to shape ship into him <laughs> you know that kind of thing so very cool now i get to ask you that chelsea because i just came up with that brilliant question <laughs> that was pretty good um if i could be any supernatural creature i would probably be an elemental because and like they're basically the same through through all of them because not only do you and I don't like to say at your beck and call, but like you have an element that is always there for you and something that is always there for you, but you also get to experience the world in a different way. Yeah. Well, that's good. What about you, Erica? What are you doing? Underworld werewolf. Mm. Ooh, I like it. With like, are you going to do like the twist with Michael and how he's like the second generation of, or the new generation? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that would be me because when people piss me off, I really just want to shift and rip them to pieces. <laughs> I like it. I feel like you should kind of get the mix where you get to do the mystique thing so you don't get in trouble for said crime. I, that's yeah. true. That's true. I mean, how are they going to catch me? How are you going to explain what happened to you? <laughs> well, this, this girl in front of me turned into a wolf that was nine feet tall. Right. Like, ripped my boyfriend to shreds. You, you just know. walk up and be like, I need the closest psych ward, please. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I just saw. Oh I like my it. God, I love that. Okay. Jess. Uh, what's something on your bucket list? Hmm. Something on my bucket list. Um wow, these are all good questions. I never want to. Oh, I'm sorry. On my bucket list to go to Thailand. That's on my bucket list. Why? Um, I've just seen it, the pictures, the food. I've heard many great things about it. There's kickboxing. <laughs> so, yes, my, no, um, I, a very good friend of mine is a Muay Thai fighter and he goes to Thailand to fight. Wow. Yes. Yeah. See, so I, I would be the one in the audience watching your friend fighting then like the Kumite, you know? <laughs> very cool. Okay, as a reader, what will put you off from a story when you're reading? 
info dumping. Too much info dumping can put me off. Or pretty much not going back to a character is kind of like introducing a character and then all of a sudden goodbye, where did this character go? That can kind of put me off too. Do you um, always finish books or will you stop if you have run into something about the book that you don't like? Uh, generally, I tend to finish them. Generally, I tend to finish them. Yeah. Do you review books? I know you talked about reviewing them like that, but do you always review books you read? Not all the time. No. Do you only review if it's a positive review? Yes. I do not give, I don't, I do not bother reviewing if it's anything going to be less than a three. I don't Never like, said. yeah, I, I don't like the, um, because I, I like to give like constructive feedback. I don't want to just bash an author. It's just, it's just not right, man. But there have been authors that I have met in the past that have asked me to review their book. And on a side note, I would come to them and say, I'm sorry, I can't review your book for X and X reason. Um, it was always mainly more storyline than anything or <clears throat> that kind of thing, but it was never, like I said, I'm no one's English teacher. I'm not going to stop a book because there were so many grammatical errors in it. <laughs> But. No, that makes sense. Jels? Um, so I know you couldn't think of a main character that you would want to be, but do you have any characters that you have read or seen in TV shows or anything that you would want to be friends with? The Flash. Like you could pick any of them? <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> and possibly... Um... Barry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Barry, hurry up. Turn, get me back in the past. <laughs> It is complete. It's, it's fine. I, I love See, if you need takeout from somewhere that's a million miles away, like you'd be the perfect, like you're like, hey, I want this burger from this joint. Like I want a burger from In N Out Burger. They'll go get it and come back. It's fine. It takes a little bit, but. But there are so many cooler ones. Like Tony Stark, you could literally, oh, yeah. you would literally have the world at your feet. You have Bruce Banner, who would literally. It changes in front of you. Okay, no offense. Tony Stark is not great to his friends. Just throwing that out there. He's not one of But is he? Because he gives a lot of different criticism that they end up taking. Because even in the comics, even though he is very harsh about it, he ends up going and it changes them for the better. So is that or is that not a good friend? I'm not because sure. Because he said it nicely. I'm also going to throw out Bruce Banner fucking leaves all the time. Like he yeah. disappears to go do some yes. It only happened like four times. Yeah, four times. <laughs> They're like, are you coming, Bruce? You said you were coming to dinner. What the hell? No, just um, cool. So final question. No, I'm going to make you ask the final question. I'm asking one. Are you going to ask the final question? Okay. Um, what kind of books do you like to read? Do you like paperbacks? Do you prefer paperbacks? Do you like Kindle audiobooks? Like where, where do you fall on the book thing? I do like paperbacks. I like an old, you know, good old fashioned book. I like to see it sitting on my shelf after I've read it, to recommend it to friends, things like that. Um, but I do also like a good audiobook. I will have to say like, I, you know, sometimes if I get too busy, it's always good to just pop it in and just hear a voice and have someone read to me, especially I love it when people can do characters. That is like, it's like listening to a play, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. CR, no pressure, but it's gotta it's be so good. It's so hard because now I have two. <laughs> okay, go for it. 
Okay. So my first one, are you a person that will lend out your own books or do you just give the titles to people? Like the, my own books that I have written, would I lend? No, I no. mean like in your library, you're like, your friend comes oh. up and is like, I want to take this book home with me. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I'll bring it back. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey won't give I up. Do not. You tell people that won't. They'll just buy you a copy. You want that book? Here it is. I'm going to Amazon you a copy of it. You can't exactly. touch mine. Because you have those people that like do the whole like dog ear thing or they just like flip it over. I have a, I do hardcover. So like you have those people that just like break the spines. It's traumatic for me. Yeah. By the way, I read in the bathtub. I'd like you to keep that in mind, Chelsea, if you ever give me one of your books. <laughs> yeah, no. So I will Amazon you one. And I will send I a little Amazon that. note with a giant smiley face. Yes. Okay, what's no. your second okay. question? The final question of the literary briefs episode. Final question. What is your ultimate goal for the future? Mm, my ultimate goal for the future is to, and this will be my goal. It's probably every author's goal. I don't know, but this is my goal is to one day see my characters come to life. Like if I can get a script out and get a Netflix Hulu series out there, that would be fantastic. Like. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, we wish that for you then, my friend. Yes, we wish please. that for you. And thank you again for being on the podcast. Tell people how to find you. Oh yes, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Bernice Burgos Fiction Author. And uh, yes, great. Awesome. And, and your next book is going to be called Possibly, Probably, Date with a Demon, correct? Yes, yes, Date with a Demon, coming out February 2022. That is super exciting. Okay, well, this has been Drinking with Authors Literary Briefs. Um, I'm going to do our sponsor again real quick, Skunk Brothers Spirits. It's an aftermath, but I heavily recommend the blueberry cinnamon cordial that's number two that i've tried so far i'm gonna have like a long list of recommends but thanks again for sponsoring us um been your host erica lance is my co-host cr rice who's amazing and our guest who has been fabulous for letting us do this a second time due to technical difficulties bernice burgos and we will see you guys next time